Hey guys, I'm Karina. And I'm Eric. And I'm Jennifer. And welcome back to the Late Podcast. <laughs> the Law According to Eric. So today the topic of the stories pulled is crazy and unhinged. Um, so every story that's on there has some crazy twist to it. But for today, I decided to make it fun. Um, I printed out only the titles of each story that I have. And Eric and Jennifer have a list of them. And they will pick out the stories by just title. All right. So this is a couple of things really important. So number one, we, we have made a tactical decision that we are going to start releasing new episodes on Fridays. Mm-hmm. So that way our listeners and our new pal in Norway or whatever, they can enjoy this over the weekend or yes. what have you. So rather than uh, Tuesday and midnight or Wednesday midnight, whenever mm-hmm. it was, now it's going to be first thing Friday morning. Yes. We're going to have those drop. Second thing, and this is just more of a personal thing for me, but <clears throat> if anybody that's listening has gone through like college, law school, whatever, you just know how much reading is involved. Like I, I remember I went to law school at night, right? right. So I, when I went to law school, I was already married and had kids and I was working mm-hmm. full time. And I would spend easily 12 to 14 hours every weekend in the library just reading. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where I, and I used to enjoy reading for pleasure, you know, like right. novels. Yeah. And I read all the Harry Potter books. So I just yesterday, for the first time in God knows how long, started reading a book for pleasure again. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really, really good book about anti-gravity. Mm-hmm. It's literally impossible to put down. That was his bad joke. <laughs> Thank you. This whole it, he had a whole thing for it. Wow, he he had a whole backstory and all. Wow. I did not see you. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's sitting here like, Eric has not read. I'm just, that, yeah, I, you know what? I win. I win. You By default, I just won. So go ahead. Okay, okay, go ahead. You know the phrase, one man's trash is another man's treasure? Yes. So it's a wonderful saying, but it's a hor- horrible way to find out that you were adopted. Oh. <laughs> so, so I know. So these aren't dad jokes. These this are like is, this is a joke. These, these are the joke. these are the Karina playground jokes where she makes other pit, like kids feel bad about themselves. Okay, do you want another one? I have another one. I, I have another one too. Okay. In that spirit, but go ahead. Okay, my other one. What do you call a dog with no legs? What? <laughs> it doesn't matter what you call him. He won't come anyways. <laughs> oh, see what I mean? Yeah. Okay, I. I, Wait, I Jennifer's no. Oh, okay, go ahead. Jen. Yeah, give us the dad joke, oh. and then I'm going to give the audience a Karina joke. Go ahead. All right. I can't take my dog to the pond anymore because the ducks keep attacking him. That's what I get for buying a purebred dog. <laughs> oh, I get it. They, the, the ducks eat the bread. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Wow. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> wow. So, um, I used to have that sweater too. What sweater? I used, the one you're wearing. I used to wear a sweater just like that. Cardigan? Yeah, but then my dad got a job. Oh, okay. Bam. Oh, that's no, that's a Karina joke. Don't look at me like that. That's Karina, Jay, talking about like dogs that can't walk and, you know, like fuck them kids. Okay. That's what the, this fuck is. Fuck them kids. It always will be fucking See? Kids. Okay. All right. But I still win the dad joke this, okay. year, this week. All right. Who's picking the first story? Sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. You know what? Ladies first, Jen. You can pick the first one. Oh, okay. Was, wow. There's a lot to choose though. Um, okay, I am going to go with a parrot might have told on my boyfriend and is cheating. Okay. It, it, which is this under? Which category? Oh, I said crazy X. Crazy X. Okay. Crazy okay. X. Let me go. Because none of us have those. 
<laughs> right, we, none of us know what those are. All right. A parent might have told on my boyfriend and his cheating. I found myself entangled in the most peculiar and perplexing situation. Picture this. During a family gathering at my boyfriend's parents' place, their parent, Percy, inadvertently spills the beans about a delicate matter. It seems Percy has learned about an alleged affair involving my boyfriend. Throughout the night, Percy kept shrieking about loving another woman named Jess, and that's not my name. I asked my boyfriend what the bird was talking about, and he just laughed it off, calling it crazy and just a funny bird. However, as the night went on, I noticed my boyfriend nervously checking his phone and always leaving it face down, which he never does. In fact, he usually even lets me use it occasionally, but now he's not. Eventually, I cracked and asked him head on, who is Jess? And he got angry with me, saying I was letting a bird make me insecure. I doubled down, mentioning how he's been acting avoidant all night, but he just got angrier. His parents tried to intervene and calm us both down, but he got angry with them too. I left alone and went home without him, and I haven't spoken to him since last night. Am I being insecure? I just don't know what to do because I tried to get the truth, and it failed me. I told him I was going to leave him, but he claims I'm being the asshole here for believing a bird over him. Huh. So I I think I would be remiss if I don't ask, what his parents were doing there or are they at his parents' house? Yeah, it's his parents' house. Do they live there? I have no idea. No, they don't. I think they were because, just doing... Well, no, the reason I'm asking is because who does the bird belong to? That's what I was also thinking because in my head, I was like, what if the dad's cheating on some, uh, with someone Or what if there's just like a fucking family friend named Jess? But the bird keeps saying that he's in love with another woman named Jess. Maybe he heard it on a fucking soap opera. Bird said all that? Apparently, that's what. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe the bird's repeating something on TV, like they hear like these soap operas or whatever. Now, the fact that he's turning his phone face down and whatever, I understand that that might look suspect, and maybe there is more to it. Maybe yeah. this whole thing with the bird exposed him for something else. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I can tell you honestly, like I don't really care who sees my phone. I don't have. I mean, I have client stuff on there that yeah. I can't share, but. Like I don't, you know, I, I'll regularly show people text messages, whatever they ask. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But I understand at the same time, even though, and I'm saying this, you know, quite not, not with no guilty conscience, mm-hmm. I, even though there's nothing nefarious on my phone, I understand the idea that there's privacy and, you yeah. know, I, and I'll tell you and, and, and Jennifer will tell you, and anybody that knows me actually mm-hmm. can tell you that while I'm very open with stuff like that, I also get very nervous if like the phone's out of my possession for like even a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Like I start to feel almost uncomfortable if I'm mm-hmm. not holding it. Yeah. It's just weird. Like I've become yeah. attached to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's a problem with a lot of people modernly. Mm-hmm. Like our devices have literally become a part of us in so many yeah. ways. Um, but I, I don't Do you think she's the asshole? I don't know. I don't leave? I don't I I think so <laughs> only because that's really, really, really like circumstantial evidence. <laughs> I mean a, the a, a parent no, because look Right. I mean, a parrot repeats things it hears. Yeah, yeah. And it could be from the television. But it could wouldn't be from it have a radio to be show. Heard a lot? Like a parrot's not going to repeat everything. I don't know. See, they that's just a good. Repeat what they hear a lot. But I don't know that that's true or not. That's a good question. I don't know. Well, I had a parrot, and oh, my, most oh. of my family members have parrots, so like Does, they don't repeat everything. Just how, what they usually see, hear. But how would you know? Because didn't you murder your parrot before he was old but enough I have, to talk? But there's like no, you sneezed no, on that bastard. No, and Polly like a, talked already. Oh, <laughs> they, oh. What, what was Polly's like last words? Like. I'm so sorry, Karina. Please don't infect me anymore. He couldn't talk that much. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, it is odd that the bird says something yeah. like, I'm in love with another woman named Jess. And also, not to nitpick, okay? But the, the lawyer in me comes out. 
lots of parrots aren't that fucking clear. You can yeah. kind of make out shit like hello or yeah. whatever, but that's a full, that's a sentence. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, that's a whole, whole sentence. Like the bird actually said that verbatim. Well, that's what it says. That's what it said. It says about an alleged affair involving my boyfriend, and then he was shrieking about loving another woman named Jess. Those are her words. You know what I think? I think nobody's really the asshole here, except, and this is going to go a little bit against my normal grain, the boyfriend. I thought you were to say the parrot. No. (laughs) The parrot's just trying to screw up stuff. Yeah. Look, here's the bottom line. And I, and I, again, I hate to say it like this, but here's the thing. It's odd to me that he would react quite as forcefully exactly. as he did if there wasn't something to mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. the turning the phone away and all of a sudden being like, you know, checking it constantly. Yeah. Maybe he's like blocking contacts mm-hmm. or something. So Deleting stuff. Whatever. <laughs> right. No, I mean, again, the way this is written. You know, because you got to remember that people write things and in the context, yeah. right? Most, r- most reflective on how they're mm-hmm. feeling at the moment. So some of this could be her perception. Yeah. But assuming, you know, just giving everything the benefit of the doubt, he may be the asshole for just not staying calm. Be like, look, you could, here's my phone, go through mm-hmm. it. It's just a dumb bird. It's mm-hmm. my parents' bird in their house. I don't know. But the way he kind of freaked out makes me think like maybe, and I don't know if he's cheating with someone named Jess. Maybe he's cheating with someone named, you know, I don't know, Jacqueline. I don't know, whatever. Or maybe not at all, but yeah, maybe he's hiding something else. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think, I hate to say it because nobody's a clear-cut asshole here, yeah. but maybe he is a little bit more. Yeah. And I feel like this could have easily been like, you know, fixed if you want to go through my phone and just gave her her phone in that moment when she thought that or like, you know, but he didn't. Like instead, he was just very quiet and safe to himself. Yeah. That does seem a little suspicious. And, and also the fact that she didn't trust him. Probably yeah. says something about her ability to trust him in the first place. So, Eric, you got to pick the next story. Oh, okay. Um, let's go with a uh, crazy landlord. Okay. Uh, number uh, three. Crazy lady keeps putting parking stickers on cars in our lot. Okay. I think you had laughed at that one too, right? Of course. <laughs> I did. <laughs> okay. Hold on. <laughs> okay. I bet you it's like, hey, you can't park here, or this isn't like something like that. Okay, ready? Yes. Crazy lady keeps putting parking stickers on our cars in our own lot. My fiance and I have lived in an apartment complex for nearly three years now. The complex is huge, so there's a couple of small lots for extra parking. Plus, everyone has a garage and a spot in front of their garage. My fiance and I have three vehicles since he has a work van, so we always have at least one park in the small lot at the end of the building. This lot also has two spots with reserved for hikers sign as there is a teeny tiny half a mile trail behind our building. The trail is owned by some conservation group that has several trails in the area. For the most part, everyone tries not to use the two hiking spots, but occasionally the lot gets full in the evening and people have to park in the two empty spots. Considering it's currently winter and there's snow everywhere, plus the trail is closed at night, this should not be an issue, right? So the issue begins back in the fall. My fiance was working a busy call shift and he parked his van in the hiker spot from 8 p.m. to midnight. And then he worked the full next day. By the way, I already regret picking this one because I can see like this lady is writing so much about what's probably going to be not a big deal. Yeah, but okay. I, I mean, it's too late, but to the audience, I, I fucked up. Okay, this one's on me. So, all right. Oh, should we? I'm going to I'm gonna multitask while you're reading this. I, gotta, okay. I, I didn't put in our cookie order. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. At noon, this company got a call from... 
cut a call saying that one of their vans was parked illegally on private property and would be towed. They, of course, called him to make sure he wasn't like broken down somewhere. And we realized the caller was talking about the hiking spots in our own parking lot. I called our leasing office, who had no clue what we were talking about, and confirmed that they don't even monitor those parking spaces and would never tow a tenant's vehicle without calling us directly. A few weeks later, he was parked in the hiking spot again overnight, when, and when he left in the morning, found a note on his van telling him not to park there. His company again got a call from the same lady, and the secretary tried to get more info out of her this time. The psycho lady refuses to give them a name and says she doesn't even live in the complex. She just visits a friend there. Time goes by, I get a note on my car, and my fiancé gets another note on his car. We throw them away in the trash. Two weeks ago, I had my car parked in the hiking spot during a very snowy weekend and came out to find a bright green parking sticker on my windshield right in the middle of the driver's line of sight. It said I was parked in a reserved area, but the tow-by section was blank. Getting that off was horrid. It took half an hour of scraping plus Windex and rubbing alcohol. Last night, my in-laws were staying over, and we went out to get dinner. We noticed a neighbor was parked in the hiker spot, and he had a note hanging from the rearview mirror saying, if you put another Amazon parking sticker on my truck, I'll sue you for harassment. You're on camera. We came back from dinner, and the only parking spot was the hiking spot. So my father-in-law parks there. This morning, the same fucking stickers on the windshield in the same place. It takes us just as long to remove it. Now we're pissed and we're plotting revenge. The con- conservation is closed because it's Sunday and I'm 99% sure it's not them. But tomorrow, I'll call them in our leasing office to cover our bases. My fiance is trying to buy a motion-activated dash cam, but what can we do about this? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> I, I mean, okay, look. Okay. I know that that, okay this again this is on me so because I picked this long fucked up one now I gotta wait before I can order our cookies but here's the thing how often has someone driven to a parking lot on a weekend or after hours like at a bank right which is like reserved for bank customers only but the bank doesn't open or it's a Sunday and right that doesn't mean just because the bank's not open that you're, you can park there at any other time. But if this is just the neighbor, I, I understand. Well, hold on. I, okay. Uh, th- patience. <laughs> so having said all that, mm-hmm. the idea, first of all, that this is winter and at night or whatever, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I understand practically it matters to people. And there's a, there's sort of a practical sense approach to this. Like mm-hmm. why would anybody give a shit? Mm-hmm. If, you know, nobody's using this damn hiking trail anyway, but that doesn't negate the fact that they're parking in a place that they're not authorized yeah. to or whatever. The other question is who do those spots belong to? Are they part of the conservancy conservancies trail? In which case nobody can tell anyone they can, can or can't park except the conservancy. And it's up it, to them, I right? Think it's theirs, yeah. If it's part of the building mm-hmm. and they just reserve those two spots as like a, an accommodation, then maybe there are grounds for this person to like put notes mm-hmm. on the car. But again, if the spots don't belong to the building, yeah. then the manager or the landlord or whoever is way off base. Well, they don't even think it's the manager or anything. Like that. They think it's just a random lady. Okay. If it's just, a crazy yeah. random tenant yeah. who has somehow made it her mission, mm-hmm. then yeah. I, I mean, figure out a way to record it. You can yeah. file a complaint. It's it's. I mean, if you want to get like super, like you want me to nerd out like legally, that's something called trespass to chattel. Mm-hmm. Right where it's not a trespass to land, but it's trespassing. You're taking possession, or you're touching, or you're somehow molesting something that is an object that doesn't mm-hmm. belong to you. That's a chattel, mm-hmm. kind of like back in the day, women were like cattle, so we called it chattel. Thank you. Too bad our listeners can't see the looks, Eric. He's good. Yeah. No, that was, you know what? <laughs> to all my listeners, they liked that. That was that was a good one. Mm-hmm. No, no, but that's really it's called yeah. trespass to chattel. Yeah. 
right? And honestly, it's one of those obscure torts that you learn like in your first year of law school that, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, I, but having said all that, like. You would be know. annoyed if someone kept putting stickers yeah, on your car but, though. I, you know what I would do? I Okay. But what I would do is I would put like, okay, I would put like, like mayonnaise or something like on the parts of the car where she puts like her stickers. Well, I think the stickers would just go anyway. Then you're going to have to wash your car. Your whole car I, well, I, okay. Everybody stop. First of all, I wash my own car almost every weekend anyway. Not physically. I go to a car wash. But but I'm always meticulous about keeping my... So I don't care. I would do that just to fuck with them. And then I'll I'll have a wash on Saturday morning anyway. Yeah, you can get a a dash cam or a GoPro. You know, spend a few hundred bucks. So you're going to put mayo on your car every week. No, I have a feeling that once... That crazy bitch gets a handful of like nasty mayonnaise or whatever. She'll stop. Well, she stopped and she didn't put a sticker on the guy who said that she was being recorded. So obviously she doesn't want to get caught because the guy said like, if you put another fucking sticker on my car, like I have you on camera. Well, the other thing then maybe is to put like a little flyer that you put by the uh, windshield wiper that says like, hey, this car is now under surveillance. Yeah. You know, beware or something like that. But I, I, I I'm just going to apologize to everybody because this is like, <laughs> honestly, this is like the worst one. So sorry. Okay, Jennifer, your turn. There's just always a neighbor that is poking their yep. <laughs> hands in someone's business. All right. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, wait, where, where, where is that? Oh, am I the asshole for not giving my kidney to my daughter? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Okay. Let's see. Where is it? Here it is. Okay. Am I the asshole for not giving my kidney to my daughter? I have a daughter with my ex-wife. After our divorce, I won half custody after a two-year custody battle. But that didn't matter because my ex filled her brain with garbage. So she refused to even stay with me. She was a teenager, so I just let her do what she wants. Around that same time, my wife and I got engaged and she witnessed firsthand what went on. We now have two kids of our own about Two months ago, my daughter started using a diet pill that she bought from some shady person. It damaged her kidneys permanently, and she's currently on dialysis. When my ex asked me to get myself checked up to see if I was a compatible donor, I did without hesitation. I am a, I am a match. I was, I was more than willing to give her my kidney, and my wife was, my, my actual wife was distant, and I asked her to talk to me. She told me that she is scared of complications about surgery, and I have two kids with her too. She understands why I'm doing this, and she will not stop me as I know, as she knows I love my daughter, but she is scared. Then I really thought about it. I came to the conclusion that I have done enough for my daughter. I fought for her. And if she was with me, I would have stopped her from damaging her body like that. I, I don't hold her responsible as only as the only one responsible is my ex. If she had been a good mother or if she would have let me be a father, it wouldn't have happened. I informed my ex and the doctor that I am not willing to go with the organ donation. My ex has been harassing me and my wife for the past month. She tried to bargain with, with Lenny and said that she will sell everything she owns to give it to me if I just donate. She is harassing my wife, saying that she filled my brain with garbage. I told my ex not to bother my wife and blame herself. She wanted our daughter for herself and couldn't even take care of her. She is completely responsible for what is happening. Am I the asshole here? Yes. And first, let me just say, good pick, Jen. Way to go. <laughs> like, of all of these really great, funny ones, it's like the most morbid fucking one. So, wow. I, I- and- she was. She was curious when she first started reading her list. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So let me. So, let me say... That's a tough one though. And I only came to that conclusion after hearing the last parts of what he was reading. Mm-hmm. So first of all, the fact that he's not willing to allow his daughter to take accountability for her own choices mm-hmm. and points the finger at his ex, 
speaks volumes about this person and their intellectual capacity to understand things or to have any empathy. Mm-hmm. During the beginning, I started to sympathize with him because I understood he was remarried. Yeah. He had other children that he's responsible yeah. for. Surgery is always a risk. There, yeah. This is not a minor, even for the donor, this is not minor surgery. Mm-hmm. Okay. Having said all that, this is still his other children's step or half brother mm-hmm. or half sister. It doesn't seem like she's self-destructive anymore. Mm-hmm. All kids go through things that are self-destructive. It's yeah. only a matter of degree. Mm-hmm. And to basically deprive this child of life, mm-hmm. life that he could easily provide you know, uh, a cure for or, or help her because he feels like his ex fucked up and she should, you know, live with, like it's her bed. She should lie in it. Right. I actually think is not just, it's more than an asshole. That's deplorable. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, no matter how mad, look, most people know I'm going through divorce. My ex is not my favorite person. Okay. But I don't care who it is. If I can help a child yeah. save their life, one of my children, yeah. especially, yeah. I yeah. wouldn't think twice. Yes, there are risks. Yes, I understand it could affect other people around me. Hopefully, he was smart enough to make some arrangements or have some life insurance or something in place for people. But how do you let your own child die? I would never be able to live with myself. Yeah. To be honest, I, I, I would not live with myself yeah. if I knew that I had the power to save a child's life, my own especially, but honestly, any child that I know. And I was like, no, you fucked up because you went on drugs or you were self-destructive or you drank too much and your crazy mother wouldn't. No, mm-hmm. bullshit. That's... Victim blaming, and this person should honestly be ashamed of himself. Mm-hmm. And if anything, I wish nothing but kidney disease on him. And I hope he needs a donor, and he can't find one. And then I hope mm-hmm. he dies painfully. Fuck him. That's what I have. To say. That's all I have to say about that. Done. Yeah, I, I think there's a reason this poor kid was so self destructive. Yeah, and yeah. He does not sound like father of the year. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, I can't imagine um, watching your child yeah. be that ill like to the point of they're gonna die mm-hmm. if you don't help them and and just rationalizing the way he is i, I let me tell you i would do this for a stepchild yeah like not yeah. even even my own natural yeah. child like i would do this for a stepchild that i mm-hmm. decided to be responsible over or, yeah. or, or wanted to be responsible for i would mm-hmm. if i'm a match i just i don't see how you could but but look you know i don't know that this is a that's really upsetting i mean i know the title is funny in a way but no. Wow, I, I didn't expect all that. I think he just is holding a grudge from when like the divorce and he's still holding that grudge against his wife and his child for not wanting to spend time with him. And I think this is him trying to get back at it. And I think he came on Reddit just to try to justify. And like, he, there's always going to be people who are going to agree with him, I feel like. And he got like that justification that he was right, I feel like that. Well, maybe, but then, but we're, listen, we've already established that Reddit's wrong almost all the time. <laughs> Any opposite, anything Reddit says that I don't agree with, Reddit's wrong. No, um, they said he was the asshole. Well, th- so they happen to get this one right. But okay. generally speaking, Reddit, you know, if Reddit says something different than what I say, Reddit's wrong. Just just, okay. just laying that out there now. Oh. Your turn <laughs> to choose now. Oh, my turn. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. How about, um, let's see. Let's do crazy X and we'll do the first one. Am I the asshole? Okay. This is just too good. Am I the asshole for breaking up with my fiance after someone sent my parents intimate videos of us? (laughs) (laughs) I want you. (laughs) I want you to just think for a minute, okay? So uh, imagine you have an adult child in a relationship, and they get they're going to get married, and they're all excited, Mm -hmm. 
and then you get a random email from your child's fiance mm-hmm. and it's a fucking sex tape of him and your child or her and your child. Mm-hmm. Just let, let's lay out the context. So go ahead. That's yep. wow. My fiance and I have been together for 10 years. We started dating when we were 15 and two years ago we got engaged. He likes to record during sex, which I'm fine with too. Only he has access to those videos. <laughs> not, not anymore. Sorry, go ahead. A week ago, my parents received a message from a fake Facebook with a link to several of the videos. I complained to my now fiance and he said, my now ex-fiance, and he said that he was not the one who sent them the videos. But the thing is, only he has access to that content. So I broke up with him. And since then, he's been filling my phone with calls and messages 24-7. People are now telling me I overreacted and I didn't even listen to what he had to say. I want to press legal charges against him because that was my personal video and he sent that to my parents and God knows who else. I've been told I'm the asshole for leaving him over something that may not even be his fault. Do you think I'm the asshole here? Well, yeah, but not but but that could change. And I say that because if he recorded this on a device like a mm-hmm. phone and he has settings to automatically back up to the cloud like I do on mine. Yeah. Then it could have been hacked. Yeah. You can look for that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. Now, hard to imagine somebody that didn't know them found a way to link to yeah. her parents or mm-hmm. whatever. Maybe this is a weird ex of hers. That's what I thought. Or something. Or I thought that maybe he was cheating on her and then the girl got mad and like hacked into his stuff. Yeah. And then it to maybe her because if they really were together for 10 years and they started dating at 15, they're 25. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. That's a, that's a long, it doesn't sound like there's a bunch of X's at that yeah. point, but maybe there were some breaks in the middle that yeah. we don't know about. Are you cheating? What or she cheating? is. Okay. I'm just saying, who knows? That too. She could, she could be cheating. I'm just she saying. Cheating. Yeah. But, you're but, right. But, but from a, from a legal perspective, this idea that, hey, I want to press charges. Okay. First of all, you can't press charges unless you're the <laughs> district attorney or the city attorney. Mm-hmm. So knock it off. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two, what are you going to charge him with? They're his fucking video, his phone. Right, and he made the videos to be recorded. Right, so. what the fuck? <laughs> he didn't steal anything from you. They were his anyway. He could literally, he could have sold them, <laughs> like to someone of these like fucked up amateur sex yeah. websites or whatever, and yeah. not, still couldn't do anything about it. Now, should you have broken up with him? I don't know. That's a tough one because yeah, I understand the sheer embarrassment, and her parents probably are the ones saying to her, clearly he did this. Yeah, but if they weren't having an argument already. Or there has to be more to it. Why would he just randomly expose? Yeah, and, you know that doesn't make any. I sense. don't think it was him. I just, I don't know. That. Yeah, don't unless they had some kind of spat yeah. or there's something happened that we don't know about. Yeah, right. Because that's very retaliatory, right? And, and and it's hard to imagine that somebody went after her like that mm-hmm. and went to her parents if there was no issue with them. Yeah. So I I, I think it was a think, third party. Yeah, I don't think it was him. Um, I feel like either, like I said, he's cheating, she's cheating, and then the other person wanted to retaliate, or just guys are so immature that they will send that to their friends. And it could be like one of their friends had it, and then their friends maybe like you know put it online or something. Someone that knows the family could have found it and then sent it as like oh, what your parents are doing. You know what it could be? What could it be? Along those same lines, what if it's one of his friends that secretly loves her? That could also be it. And yeah, actually. He's trying to break yeah. them up mm-hmm. so he could try to swoop in mm-hmm. now like the hero. Like, yeah, girl. I'm so sorry I he did I that. I can't believe he did that to you. I would never, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm with you. I got you, girl. I'm, uh, uh, you know, yep. you count on me, mm-hmm. right? That, I bet you that's it. It could be I that bet too. you it's yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. We just solved a, a mystery. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> 
Well, uh, that's what I do. I can't help it. By the way, just let me just respond to that. Okay. That's how lawyers think. We don't, it's not at this stage after being private practice, the better part of 16 years plus, I can't help it. It's, it's an automatic reaction. I start hearing facts in a fact pattern, you know, and I start building these scenarios. Take it to the next level. That's just, you know what? That's just the way it is. By the way, you should just be impressed as hell because I, I think at that deep of a level, bam, that just happened. Okay. I think you, you just, just don't make sex tapes. Just don't. <laughs> it's always going to get into the wrong hands. And you know, unless you're doing yoga five times a day, you're not going to look good on that sex tape. Exactly. So. <laughs> I, I, I've never heard of a sex tape that actually just stayed private. You know, they're always getting out somewhere always, to yeah. someone. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think happened here? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I think if she if she left him, she it was probably for another reason other than just yeah. the sex tape. I'm guessing there's something else behind it. Yeah. Okay. Jennifer, your turn to pick. Mm-hmm. Um, beehive and community <laughs> attacked by a crazy neighbor. Okay. <laughs> Let me see. That's in Crazy Neighbor, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Beehive and Community Garden attacked by Crazy Neighbor. My wife is incredibly distraught, having just learned that her two beehives were attacked and knocked over by an angry neighbor who was known for violent outbursts at the community garden. We are traveling back from a wedding, and someone at the garden just called her to tell her that both hives have been toppled over. This can often kill the hive, and she was already really concerned about the hives because this is their first year, and they are especially weak as a result. My wife is so upset. These honeybees are her pets. She calls them her little flying golden retrievers. She gives educational talks to kids with them and tends to them nearly every day. The man who attacked the bees has been threatening to do so for weeks. While the community garden coordinator has tried to calm him down, this man is known for angry outbursts at the garden and has done things like tear down structures he didn't like, doing so while yelling and making a scene. My wife is afraid of him and has been doing everything she could to de-escalate the situation. What are her options now? She's going to file a police report as soon as she lands. We are wondering if this might qualify as animal cruelty and thinking about getting a restraining order against this person. Uh, hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me just step in. Are they legitimately asking if abuse of honeybees yes. is animal cruelty? Yes. She's going to make a whole police report about it. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> her main concern is just trying to keep her pets and herself safe. Although she doesn't want to think about this right now, I think if the hives die, she may need to think about suing this person for intentional infliction of emotional harm, as well as the significant cost of starting and maintaining these hives. Okay. First, let me just address this to the internet lawyer that wrote that. It's intentional infliction of emotional distress, not harm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that, by the way, is all I want to say about this stupid, (laughs) ridiculous, I can't believe the time was wasted writing this up and us reading it post. Get a fucking life. Okay. Bees are not pets. Knock it the fuck off. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I almost feel like this is a joke. Honestly. Okay. No. She's distraught. You know what? She can distraught these nuts. There's no fucking way that any rational human being looks upon a fucking hive of honeybees and develops this emotional pet attachment. Okay. This person needs help. Okay, she's clearly doing the Thorazine shuffle or whatever the fuck she's on. She needs help. The bees aren't pets. You can't like play with them. You can't take them out for a walk. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you can't even clean up after them, right? Just 
no, 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 we're done. I, I'm not, I'm not talking about this anymore. Sorry. <laughs> what was there a sign or something that explained that the beads were hers and why well, they were there? Was there? What, was there no. another sign that said, <laughs> "Beware, crazy lives here"? <laughs> Right, because because <laughs> right, because crazy lives at this address. No, there was no sign. To answer your question, there was no sign that the bees were hers. But I guess they knew it was hers. It was like the community garden. So I guess she's the one who like tends to them every day because she goes to say she tends to them every single day. So well, I guess did, did the bees come out and say hi to her? <laughs> I mean, do they share coffee? Like, well, are you fucking she kidding me? With educational this? talks with them to the kids. Yeah, I, we got you know. I, 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 I stop. <laughs> stop. Bees make honey. You don't need to be, you don't need to know more than that. Stay the fuck away from them. Don't bother them. They don't bother you. Right. By the way, you want to hear a true bee story? Yeah. This is not a joke. Okay. When I was little, you know, we lived, we were, I was born in New Jersey mm-hmm. and my grandparents, my on my mom's side, my mom's parents lived there. And one Sunday we went on a picnic. I was like three mm-hmm. and I had a hot dog and a bee landed on the end of the hot dog and I bit into the hot dog to eat it and the bee stung me in the tonsil. Oh my God. And I got rushed to the hospital. I didn't, and interestingly enough, I did not have to have my tonsil removed. Oh, wow. Yeah. They gave me something, the swelling went down. And that's when I learned I was allergic to bee stings. Wow. Oh, you were allergic to bee. Wow. Yeah. I could have, could have been over. Yeah. Now, oh my God. In all, okay. In all fairness, I just, so the audience knows, honestly, that happened to my cousin, Brian. It didn't happen to me, I, but I was there, but <laughs> you know, no, just, <laughs> well, it's it sounds better when you say it's you, but then I don't. But I want to just be honest. You know, there's no reason to you know lie, lie to our audience. His cousin so. might hear this. He had a clear. No, I don't think my my cousin Brian's a little uh, on the crazy side. I don't think he's listening to this. But in the I would say, but in the in the in the event that he is, I'm giving him all the credit. He was the one that bit into that hot dog with a B on the end, and it was a very scary moment for all of us. But anyway, that that's the extent of the B thing I want to talk about. Fuck this lady. It's crazy. <laughs> You know how people, when they get old, like women, I hate to say, okay, sorry, but this is mostly women. They have like 30 cats. That's just okay? crazy cat people. Okay. This bitch is going to live with fucking bees <laughs> all buzzing through her house. Her husband's very supportive of her. She's not married. Her husband. She's yeah. not married. That's a lie. She wrote that. Yeah. She wrote that to feel normal. No fucking husband's going to put up with that kind of craziness. Bees were not inside the house. For now. <laughs> How do we know she's not going to take her pets indoors and when it rains or some shit? Yeah, wait. Snow, whatever. Wait. He has a point. And the fact that they're describing this hive as weak, like the hive is the sick. First year. Yeah, she needs to nurture it. There's, there's, there's all different levels of crazy on this one. <laughs> all right. Well, your turn to pick one. Oh. <laughs> uh, I thought, oh, yeah, here. Uh, this is a good one. Ready? Uh, my. This is under crazy in general number seven. Okay. My doctor's crazy girlfriend has been texting me and okay. going into my health records without consent. Okay. This is another long one, so but it's a good one, so <laughs> bear with me. I started seeing my doctor, we'll call him Dr. White, sometime early last year. Dr. White was very thorough and always took time to explain things to me, which I appreciated. A few months later, he started texting me from his personal cell. He would make comments about his personal life and ask me questions about mine. I felt really uncomfortable about the whole thing, and I kept my responses very brief. <laughs> Your face already. <laughs> There's so much wrong with this already. <laughs> a couple days later. Yeah, as I said, but it's a good one, but it's a good one. All right. A couple days later, I received texts from phone numbers I don't recognize. The texts are from Dr. White's girlfriend. We'll call her Natalie. Natalie had that mean, found- That means her name's Nancy, by the way. <laughs> Go ahead. And Dr. White's just a white man. That's what it means. Actually, I think that means Dr. White's not white, but go ahead. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they try to be clever, but all right, go ahead. Okay. 
Well, Natalie had found Dr. White's text messages to me on his iPad and decided to text me, telling me that she was so heartbroken because he was what was going on between us. A day later, I received a lengthy text messages from Dr. White trying to explain himself and Natalie's behavior. I don't respond to either of them. I had a regularly scheduled appointment with Dr. White a couple weeks later, which I debated canceling because of the awkwardness of the whole situation. Nevertheless, I showed up and he approaches me and asked if he can explain himself. He told me the girl that texted me was his girlfriend and her name is Natalie. She used to be his own medical assistant and apparently she had signed into his iPad without his knowledge and read all the text messages he had written me. He told me she was an insanely jealous person and has accused nearly everyone he worked with of wanting to be with him. It's just crazy. I told him I didn't appreciate her texting me and would like to be excluded from the personal like issues, communications or whatever. That was the last time she saw him. I have not been back to his office since. Cut to the last week. I'm at another doctor's appointment and that the medical assistant takes me to the back to check me in. And it dawns on me. The medical assistant is Dr. White's girlfriend, Natalie. It's a whole, it's a whole different doctor, by the way, not the same place. And she's working at now her other doctor's. I start shaking. That's an odd coincidence or yeah. something. That's, that's a little weird. Yeah. Okay. I start shaking and sweating almost instantly. I try to get through my check-in as quickly as possible. And as soon as my appointment is sent, I go home to collect myself. I start thinking how weird it is that I've never seen her there in the two and a half years that I've been going to that doctor. Yeah, after the whole text incident in the summer, all of a sudden she's checking me in. I call the hospital administrators and ask who's accessed my accounts. And just in the month of November, she has accessed my account multiple times. Some time stamps are outside of business hours. And one was even at 11.58, almost at midnight. I found out Natalie has worked in this department since early last year after she was transferred from Dr. White's office due to their office affair. She was transferred to my doctor's department. And it was the first time seeing, it was my first time seeing my doctor in over a year. So although Natalie works in that department, it doesn't explain why she would be accessing my, my records that many times. I go ahead and file a report with the HIPAA compliance specialist, but I got a call back. The specialist doesn't seem too concerned. She said Natalie works there in the department. So it's not unusual that she's been in my account. I explain the situation in detail and tell her I'm concerned about her having all my information. The specialist says that she'll be contacting me soon, but she hasn't said anything to me. I told her I'll be contacting a lawyer if nothing is done to prevent Natalie from accessing my account. What should I do here? Get a lawyer. Yeah. And let me let me give some background to the audience. Mm-hmm. Before I went to law school, mm-hmm. I actually worked for an organization called Kaiser Permanente, which is a very large medical provider, medical insurance provider, hospital mm-hmm. chain, you know, throughout Southern California. They're in Hawaii, they're in Georgia, yeah. Oregon. They're they're pretty large. Mm-hmm. One of my jobs at Kaiser before I passed the bar and all that, I was actually a, a like a manager. We called them leads, right. but the same idea mm-hmm. in uh, uh, regulatory compliance. So I dealt with HIPAA and Sarbanes-Oxley specifically, those two mm-hmm. areas of law all the time. So number one, the fact that somebody works in the medical center does mm-hmm. not automatically mean they can access that medical record if there's no right. valid purpose. So for example- Kaiser has every department you can imagine. Mm-hmm. If I go see my physician in, uh, let's say, radiology or mm-hmm. cardiology, that doesn't mean somebody in an, you know oncology can pull up my medical exactly. record and look at something. Mm-hmm. And then the argument is, well, but they work here. So fucking what? Exactly. That's number one. Number two, the after hours access, mm-hmm. there's no valid business purpose for that. Mm-hmm. I, have, I would think they'd have a hard time showing one. So clearly she's looking it up for reasons outside the yeah. scope of her employment. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're trying to sweep it under the rug, especially after she explained that there was a personal mm-hmm. relationship and she was getting these weird texts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get a lawyer. You are not going to go unpaid in this one. Yep. The, especially since they have to provide the evidence mm-hmm. of the electronic record, medical record mm-hmm. access times and by whom. At the very least, this person will get fired. 
there, I don't have them in front of me and I'm not going to spend the time now to look it up, but there are statutory penalties mm-hmm. for HIPAA violations that are automatic and absolute. In the law, those are called, they're similar to what we call strict liability. Mm-hmm. It means we don't really care even who's at fault. If this happens, that's automatically a violation. Mm-hmm. So definitely I would get a lawyer for that. Especially that one's a crazy one. Yeah, that is creepy. Like getting a text on your personal phone from your doctor's personal phone. That, yeah, that even started off creepy. Like I, my doctor texted me. I don't know okay, what to do. So, and it's interesting. Okay. No, no, but <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. But what I'm saying is, hold on, hold on. It's interesting because as a lawyer, mm-hmm. lots of my clients have my personal cell number yeah. and I communicate with them by text or on my cell phone all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Just different. A medical doctor is just held to it, I think, to a different standard. Yeah. It's not like he's consulting with these people, you know, yeah. I mean, at least as far as I could tell. Now, if this is a small town, you know, and everybody knows everybody, maybe the doctor does that and just lets his patients text it's him or he texts them back. Though. Or, or I could also, life, yeah, but that's what I mean. Yeah. It, it definitely went over, it crossed the line. But I could see in a small town, the doctor says, hey, I got your results. Give me a call. Yeah. Hey, everything's okay. fine. I could see that. Right. Yeah. But, Hey, uh, how are you? I went out. To saw, I saw this movie this weekend. And yeah. hey, what are you wearing right now? I mean, who fucking yeah. knows, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. What else could it? You know? Okay. So yeah, yeah, this has this has lawsuit written all over it, mm-hmm. and this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Jennifer, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's curious why this woman is so obsessed with her. Well, she's crazy and jealous. She's just crazy and jealous in general. So she must have, she must be doing this to other people. It's probably not just her. She has a point. There has to be other people then too, because he did say that she texts anyone or like harasses anyone who who she thinks he's cheating on her with. Yeah, that's a good. Let me tell you that you you could actually, if you got the, if you threw a subpoena, Mm -hmm. were able to get a list of every medical record access. Start with just say after hours, Mm -hmm. and there were multiple people, and then you could tie those people into the doctor's texts or personal Mm -hmm. something. You could, in theory, even have a class action lawsuit. Uh, there's certainly against the, the hospital or against her. Against the doc, the hospital, because the hospital employs her, and an employer is liable for their employee's conduct, especially if this employee has access to these types of records. Mm-hmm. A, a very, very common yet unfortunate example is in the practice of law. There are attorneys that got screwed because members of their office staff had access to their bank accounts or their bank records or their online banking. And an attorney has a duty to supervise their mm-hmm. staff, especially once they have access to classified or private information. Right. It's not just about money though, client files, yeah. things like that. And so, yeah, they can get a lot, a lot of trouble if they're accessing it for reasons that are outside of the scope of their employment. Mm-hmm. And if the employer, and clearly they're not, the employer is not supervising its staff and exactly. making sure that they're not accessing things uh, inappropriately. So yeah, this actually ended up being a more serious answer and, you know, not quite as funny, although the title's funny, but I, yeah, there, that's an absolute, absolute lawsuit. All right. Jennifer, your turn. All right. So under the category crazy in general, I'm okay. going to make WhatsApp knowingly allows whores, prostitutes, and hookers to perpetrate men. Okay. <laughs> All right, title is WhatsApp knowingly allows whores, prostitutes, and hookers to perpetrate men on its app. So this came from <laughs> wait. Therefore, what? <laughs> he doesn't have problems. I mean, they, no therefore what? Oh, right? he has a, the guy has a problem with her. The, the guy does. Yes. You know. You know why? 
because they don't respond to him, yeah. right? Because he probably has like a photo of himself on his WhatsApp profile, and people are like, "Ew, I'm not ew." He's creepy. All right, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. And by the way, so is Twitter. Yeah, full of like dirty porn. Yeah, it is actually crazy, yeah. and I only know that because my son Matthew, I, I caught a glimpse of like his Twitter feed. I couldn't believe it because like Instagram oh is yeah. like racy, but not quite. It's yeah. not like full on like. Yeah. You know, and I may I may have a skank or two on my Twitter feed just you know from back in the day. No, I'm just saying it's just, it's just visual. But 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 my point is what? I think we Well no, but I mean but WhatsApp now I know I know WhatsApp is encrypted mm-hmm. because I actually communicate with some clients over WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. They prefer that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I and I have gotten weird random like group invites, but usually it's like Bitcoin trading or some mm-hmm. weird stuff like that. But all right, go ahead. Sorry, okay. so let's, let's hear so, up. That's just my two cents. Th- I don't know that this is really a problem. <laughs> I wanted to throw in his username because it makes this story even funner. Love is my religion. Sixty nine. That's his username. Oh, that's so, so cringy. And let's read what he has to say. You can't tell me he's against this now. But all right, go ahead. Take right. that motherfucker to church, right? <laughs> Love is his religion. Sixty nine. I, I got that. Now. I'm trying. To, okay. I have lost well over five thousand dollars. And two credit cards with dishonest scamming woman on this app. I ruined my credit and not one woman has ever showed up. I have reported countless women on this app to them too. I am seeking for a powerful male or a male positive lawyer to sue them immediately. I have lots of solid evidence of their solicitation of sex and money on my phone. Please contact Steve S. I'm not going to add his email in here, but he did this it on the Reddit. Hmm. Okay. I'm not going to respond to Steve S because <laughs> what I would have to say to him would not be what he'd want to hear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Steve, <laughs> one day, if you ever become a listener to this podcast, just take my advice and go get a traditional hooker. Okay. <laughs> Stop messing with the WhatsApp people. Yep. Go to your local fucking speakeasy area, your and skid row. Whatever you know what I mean, like go to fucking Skid Row. Go to Figs. Yeah, if you're in right downtown LA, if you're in Los Angeles, it's well known. Every fucking city has a hooker spot. Yep. Okay, just go there. Go do what you got to do. Imagine how many Hummers you could have gotten with that same five thousand dollars and his credit cards. Right, that you've now ruined, and you ruined your own credit. Mm -hmm. I have zero sympathy for this idiot. Mm -hmm. Fool me once, and all that. It's almost as if. He was somehow conned into going on a webcam with someone who had a yeah. really weird name and got all freaked out <laughs> after that person like tried to extort them for money. I've heard so many stories like this, like weird ones, where people just don't think or they think with the wrong body part yep. and they end up in all sorts of trouble. So uh, he really has only himself to blame. Get a fucking life, pal. You know, I don't know how you make that same mistake over and over and over again and how you send that much fucking money yeah. and not see this coming a mile away. You have clearly no street smarts at all, no common sense. I don't mean to be crude, but even the horniest of men at some point put a stop when you're in yeah. the fucking thousands of dollars and you're not getting any yet. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, you only yourself to blame. Yep. Jennifer? Yeah, I've, I've gotten some weird messages on whatsapp too but if you're gonna send money to someone yeah you're <laughs> that's on you that yep. that is completely on you mm-hmm. like it, it, the app is not responsible for your yeah. stupidity <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, I think he's just dumb for this one. And the fact that he had no shame in going to Reddit and posting this is makes it like way funnier to me. Like you had no shame in this. He honestly thought like some lawyer is going to get this. He said he wants a male lawyer, a powerful male or a male positive lawyer. Like he doesn't want a female lawyer. Yeah, I know. I, I, I ignored that on purpose because <laughs> but, women are all against him. Not yeah. just, well, let me just say, so, so I know, I mean, I know I make my jokes and all that. Some of the best, most ruthless, aggressive, bitchy lawyers I know are women that will bury their male counterparts in seconds. Mm-hmm. You don't need a male positive anything. You just need a good lawyer to argue a dog shit case like mm-hmm. this. So, and in fact, I hate to say this, but if this actually were to get to a jury one day, he might do better with a female lawyer, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to like a bunch of misogynistic people standing, you know, at the counter like, yeah, this goddamn whores, they stole my money, you know. No, it's ridiculous. Sorry. So bad. Did I pick this one? No, she did. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Okay, now it's your turn, though. Uh, Me again? She just went. You get to pick now. Okay, you want me to pick? Yeah, isn't it part of it? I wasn't picking any of these. You can now. You're part of the team. (laughs) By the way, how long have we been going today? 48. All right, so let's just do two more. We'll pick any two. You you get to pick the next two. Since Karina spent all the time I did, putting this I did. together, researching the stories. Okay. She edits. Hold on, I'm giving you props. Okay. okay? <laughs> she edits the podcast. She makes sure they get posted right. There was a time a couple of episodes ago where we, like there was a weird gap. She fixed it. So at the very least, we'll let the last two ones. Uh, you get to choose what they are. Okay. All right. I'll do. Um, I think this is in overall crazy. Uh, employer being crazy about cell phone use. That's a terrible one. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. No, I'm just joking. Just joking. <laughs> Our manager sent an email with all the negatives about using cell phones at work, then listed bullet points with things management has the right to do with our personal phones. One statement was management has the right to ask for our cell phone bill to see our usage during work hours. Wrong. Is this legal? No. I really want to say something back about this, but I don't know if it's illegal or just fucking toxic. What should I do? It's toxic. It's not legal. They cannot demand a copy of your cell phone mm-hmm. bill. An employer can require that no personal cell phone use occur during the workday or while you're on the clock with them or whatever. There are always going to be exceptions like for an emergency or mm-hmm. God forbid there's a medical issue or something mm-hmm. like that. But that's about as far as it can go. An mm-hmm. employer cannot tell you, I need to see your phone bill. I need to see if you're on the phone during workout. No, if they don't catch you, Right or whatever, they don't get to like stalk mm-hmm. you in your phone use. That's that's absolutely not okay. So weird. Imagine it, it, it sounds. <laughs> I hate to say it, but there there is. I've known people like uh, employers, you mm-hmm. know, that have sort of that old school mentality. Like you're on their time, and everything that you use belongs to them. Mm-hmm. The only time, and I, I'm going to backtrack a little bit because I didn't think of it till just now. The only exception to that may be if it's a company provided phone. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we've had that in the past where we've hired contractors mm-hmm. or employees that we've authorized to work remotely and we mm-hmm. provide them a yeah. cell phone, but that's the firms. No, but it says right. your personal phone. Right. And that's yeah. why I'm saying, yeah. just to clarify, mm-hmm. right? If it's a, if it's a work provided phone, even if it's assigned to that person mm-hmm. and they call it their phone, then the employer would have the right to not only, well, they're going to see the bills anyway. It's going to come to them. But they could also demand to like see if they've been using like the browser inappropriately. They can do stuff like that. It's their equipment. Mm-hmm. If it's this guy's private phone and he pays the bill himself, I mean, I could think of two words that I would say to my boss. 
Fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> or, or the last one, you could change it to Fuck off. Me. Yeah. Whatever. Same idea. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I there's she absolutely he or she does not have to comply with that. Yeah. yeah, the person should find a new job. Yeah, I, I can't imagine this is a great place to work for. Yeah. That's a whole lot of crazy and controlling. Yeah, just get, get out of there. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was crazy too. I know, I know. Okay, so this is the last one. I'll, I'll pick the last one. Okay. Crazy lady is accusing me of sexually abusing her kid and is threatening to get me deported. Oh. Yep. So I'm from Guatemala and I came to America when I was 18 years old. I came here legally. I went to college here, and now at 26, I work as a Spanish teacher at an elementary school. He did it. She did what? He did. He diddled those kids or whatever. That's what Bro. Donald Trump would say, <laughs> right? If, if you come from Guatemala, they're all rapists and child molesters and, and killers. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Last Saturday, I was at the beach with my boyfriend, and I was wearing a rather revealing bikini. Oh, it's a she. Yeah. I said it. I was like, she did Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, she did it. I run into one of my first grade students. He was with his mommy. When he saw me, he ran and he gave me a hug, claiming he didn't know teachers were allowed to leave the school, and he was happy to know that I could go to the beach, too. Because he is seven years old, that probably sounded logical to him. His mom went ballistic. She started screaming about how I have hugged her kid while being almost naked. She screamed that I have sexually abused her boy. She called me a pedophile. Both my boyfriend and I tried to explain to her that, A, I was wearing a bikini because I was at the beach and I wasn't expecting to run into any of my students. And B, I didn't hug her kid. Her kid hugged me before I could even react. Not the same thing. She wouldn't listen. She started screaming horrible things about me and I wanted to cry. I actually cried when I got home. At the end of the day, she said she was going to report me to the school administration, to the police, and she was going to get me deported. Could she actually do that? Can I actually get accused of sexual abuse over this? And can I get deported even though I came to this country legally? What should I do here? So that's a lot of questions. Let me start off by saying, no, number one, she can be deported if she's convicted of a felony, mm-hmm. but not up and until then. Mm-hmm. Having said that, number two, I don't believe that any competent district attorney or federal uh, mm-hmm. prosecutor would file charges mm-hmm. as it relates to this. Number three, and this is where I'm just speculating, my bet is that the mom of this student is a fat, ugly woman yep. who is just That's jealous of the hot yep. teacher, got mad that her kid, boy or whatever, ran up and gave her a hug. Mm-hmm. Okay. Teacher may have had those cheeks hanging out or a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, one of those like, you know, it's a thing now I've seen on TikTok where they put the bikini top on upside down or something. So it like fits differently or looks. Oh yeah. Different. I've seen that. Yeah. Some, mm-hmm. like, maybe she was just popping out, whatever. Maybe. But the bottom line is that's a sad, sick, insecure, yep. no doubt, fugly mm-hmm. woman. That's fucking ugly. It's not just yeah. ugly. That's fucking ugly woman yep. who is un- just has nothing else better to do mm-hmm. than to make this poor teacher. She's probably a little bit racist at the mm-hmm. same time. Fuck that mom. The state was Florida, so yeah. Well, of yeah, course it was. <laughs> yes. I mean, wow. What You know, there's yeah, shocker, right? So fuck that swamp riding, trailer park mm-hmm. living, fucking alligator barbecue eating mm-hmm. cunt. Okay. This poor teacher. I really feel bad about stuff like fucking that. Teacher. I know. The kid's She's seven. Fucking Spanish to kids. Like, what the fuck? And by the, and by the way, I mean, I hate to say it, but seven-year-olds, they're not walking hormones at this no, point. They're not they're running not. out with their little hard-ons. Yeah, no. Give the like, fucking kid a break. The kid he saw happy his, the I know. was literally at the beach. Like, and the mom knows. Ugh, that's Parents are so fucking stupid. Yeah, they, that's awful. I mean, that's that's I, seriously, I seriously bullshit. that. Honestly, okay, I can't I can't give names or where what state this is, but you guys know one of my friends is a teacher. 
right? You know the state, and I've said it to you. So yesterday, one of the students was playing outside, and he hit himself on one of the poles outside. The mom came, and she was like insane, like going crazy, talking about she needed a picture of the pole. She wanted someone to go take a picture of the pole. She was going to get a lawyer. She was going to sue the school for not watching her kid because of the pole. And I'm there's parents out there that will do it. She said she was going to get take legal action against the school and the pole because it hit her child. So yeah, parents are fucking stupid. There, okay, so there is no surprise to me that people immediately scream, I'm going to sue you, we're going to litigate, whatever. Don't forget, and this is actually a famous lawsuit that went forward. There was a woman, I think in Florida, that sued McDonald's because the hot coffee was too hot. Oh my God. So she got it at the drive through her car jerked. It spilled on her. What? Yes, I'm saying. What? Yeah, she sustained second degree burns on her legs. I've gotten complaints, I think, about the... Right, but what I'm saying is... on you're getting a hot coffee, it's going to be fucking hot. <laughs> right. I guess it was really hot. It was scalding hot. But the, but the point is, as odd as it sounds, right, there's always a lawyer out there that will take a case like that. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, and I hate to say this is a dirty little secret of litigating, but most of the time, a lawyer that takes a case like that is because they anticipate that they'll settle. And mm-hmm. they know it's not going to be for big money, but they're not going to have mm-hmm. to do a ton of work. And the school district will just want to make it go away. Mm-hmm. Right. But even if it, if it went farther, I don't know what it means. Like he hit himself with the pole. Like if the pole's like in the ground, maybe he just yeah. ran into it yeah. by accident. Or, I think know. that's what happened. Yeah. If it's, if it's something like that, that obviously can't be monitored or controlled, it's mm-hmm. like a fixture in the ground. There's no case anyway. Right. Open your fucking eyes, kid. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't wander into like big metal poles. <laughs> but what if it were something else? Like there was a loose bench. Yeah. That broke and he fell. There could be some liability there. But for something like this, and honestly, I hate to say it, but a lot of parents just don't want to admit that their kids are fucking klutzy or stupid or whatever. Like, name the adjective. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not the kid's fault he's stupid. Yeah. I mean, he's just born that way. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, it's not, you know, he can't help it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, not all kids are dumb enough to like mm-hmm. walk into a metal pole in the middle mm-hmm. of the playground. The I'm not blaming the kid. I'm just saying. How many times did you run into a metal pole in the playground, Jennifer? <laughs> oh, I thought. That- I expected the answer to be zero. I've never, oh, I've, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I grew up in a different time where, you know, in the, in the seventies, they didn't have all these safety rules. <laughs> the kids were allowed <laughs> to play and the yeah. bars over the blacktop. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Over concrete. Time. Yeah. And we could play and we, yeah. yes, we would scrape our knees and shit. And that was just part of it. And we put on like Neosporin or witch hazel yeah. or whatever. And we would just move on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know that this is really a, a real case or, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they, this happened and they wrote about it, but I, I don't, you know, yeah, you know what, go ahead and sue. Good luck. It's sad that, that, um, parents are so inclined to sue the school because then the school doesn't yeah. let the kids do anything. Yeah. Because in my son's school, they actually had a rule where they could not run. They could not run on the blacktop. Wow. Yeah. To Jennifer's point, That's there's a, there's, insane. yeah. To Jennifer's point, there was, it was a different time. When when I was that age, five, six, seven, if I would have run into a pole, I would have gotten yelled at for not paying attention. Yeah, like by my my parents. It wouldn't have been, let's get down to the school and no, this was you know, fuck's wrong with you. Open your you know, open your eyes. Don't you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, you 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 walked into a pole. You have only yourself to blame. Mm -hmm. You know, just lick your wounds and life Mm -hmm. goes on. Yeah, and I, I I do think that we've evolved enough as a society when it comes to things like mm-hmm. child safety. And yes, we're definitely better than we used to be, but at times I think we're so much mm-hmm. more into it now. I mean, the, the fucking, the child proofing houses, how did kids in the fifties make it to the eighties? 
without the everything yeah. child proofed, every outlet covered up. Yeah. <clears throat> There's another one. This is a personal issue of mine, a pet mm-hmm. peeve. So forgive me now, audience, if I go on a tangent. How I, I gotta understand, how does regular pasteurized milk spoil in 21 days? But organic milk that's supposed to not be through all that is fucking good for like nine months. Yeah. Before they expire. Yeah. How is that healthier? How does milk last that long? And it's somehow better for you than just regular old. And by the way, and why didn't we have a nation full of dead fucking kids that were drinking <laughs> regular ass milk all through their childhood? You yeah. know, the kind of gentleman, the glass bottle. It wasn't even pasteurized back yeah, then. Yeah, it's just a fucking glass bottle. That's what I mean. So every time we make an advance, so like, on the one hand, kudos to the organic milk market because now I can buy a carton of milk and that'll still be good in four months. Oh, you buy organic milk now? Yes, because, <laughs> but I'll tell you why. Practically, because my son comes to see me every other weekend. Sometimes he wants cereal, sometimes he doesn't. You never know. And I don't want to have to run out one random day just to get milk. If I get the organic, it's good for like, yeah. seriously, for like four months. Yeah. You know, milk anytime he wants. On the rare occasion, I feel like a bowl of cereal. Okay, I can just have one. Get from bikini teacher to, to milk. I'm talking about kids and how they're how people. kids are little so, bitches now, right? And they are so like and like, but, par- but parents buy into that too, right? Like you know, again, it's just again, it's a weird thing. Like I, anyway, yeah, they're and kids cry about anything. Uh, by, by the way, I did get a text that our cookies arrived about ten minutes ago, but no, I'm purposely now making you guys wait for it. Okay, because I had ordered. Can, can we do one more? Because yeah. now I want. So I want to do. Wait, <laughs> sorry. Uh, wait, wait, there was one that I read and I got to find where it was. It was really funny. Okay. Oh, let's do this maintenance man one. The last one in crazy in general. Okay. Okay. And then that'll be it for today. Okay. Is our maintenance man breaking the law and being creepy or are we crazy? We're college girls living in an apartment together. Basically, we've had issues with our maintenance guy from the start. It all started with random drop-ins without notice last winter, and it only has gotten worse. Around Christmas last year, he came over to fix something, and we got to talking, and he said he really liked our Christmas tree. So we took a picture of him in front of it, and my roommate sent it to him via text. It's already weird to me. Why are you texting the maintenance man? And why did you let him take a picture with your tree? But okay. So he had my roommate's phone number. And from that, he started requesting to follow her on all of her, all of our Instagrams repeatedly. And even when we kept declining them, he just kept requesting them. Then he brought us all Christmas presents without any notice. We opened the gifts and he had given us over $300. Very strange. We returned the money in a card and said we appreciated the gesture, but we could not accept it. This gesture made our parents very uncomfortable and they called and complained to our landlords. The landlord assured us it was just a misunderstanding. He said he laid low for a while after that. Come this semester, he started up with the arm unwarned drop-ins again. We are supposed to have an advance notice that the maintenance is coming and he'll show up without us having received any email. Yesterday, he came over, knocked, walked right in, and that's when my roommate noticed someone was here. She said, hello? And he immediately stopped walked, He stopped walking and said, oh, um, I'm here to fix your, ki- fix your kitchen light, but nothing is wrong with it. So I don't know. I'm just going to leave now. None of us put a maintenance request in for the service, and it made us extremely uncomfortable. What do we do in this situation? We've contacted our landlords about this on several occasions, and they don't resolve it and essentially tell us we're overreacting. He has a master key to our apartment, so it's definitely really concerning. Okay, well... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, sorry, I, I thought this was going to be funnier, but it's actually pretty yeah. serious. Yeah. I think that I'm going to respond to this like, what would Eric do? Yeah. Because what I'm going to suggest may not be the most legally sound advice, but mm-hmm. it may get the picture. So the landlord's not really willing to do anything or at least tell the guy, look, no unscheduled visits, no this, mm-hmm. give notice, I comply with the law. 
one thing they could try to do, and I don't think they'll be successful, but it might scare this guy enough is try to get a restraining order. Mm -hmm. Go into a courtroom and say, I am in fear. I am uncomfortable. These are the things that have happened. The judge may not because you, you kind of have to be, you know, in the presence of immediate harm or danger. But the fact that he may have to respond to that even may make him like realize, okay, they're taking this very seriously. And maybe he is harmless. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I, but remember the, the way she's writing it is tailored to her feelings. That's true. We don't know, but I'm just saying, don't take a chance. And if mm-hmm. you can't get any help from the, the owners of the building or the, their manager or whatever, I, maybe that's the way to go. Try to get a restraining order, serve him with it. And I'm sure he'll freak out. He doesn't yeah. want to go on the registry mm-hmm. or anything like that. So, you know, that's, that's probably what I would do. That, that Let me answer it like that. That's what yeah. Eric would do. That's super weird to me. I, I would feel bad for them even just dealing with that. It's hard enough being a girl already and then you have to deal with this. It, it is. And it's really sad that women can't be friendly without it yeah. being misconstrued mm-hmm. because there's always someone that's going to take it the wrong way. Oh, uh, stop. Uh, stop. First of all, that doesn't always happen. It, it doesn't nine out of 10. Happen. No, not nine out of 10. Every, you know when it happens? When women aren't clear enough no, about how no. they want. Men are so delulu. Men are so delulu. Do who? Delulu. What's a del- what the Delusional. fuck is delulu? Oh. Are, are we just making shit up now? Just- I know. I'm like, no. so delulu. There's, men are so delulu. It's, it's insane. You will literally say hi and smile to somebody and they're, they're going to go tell their yeah. friends they found the love of their life. Like, it's ridiculous. You can't just, you can't just be a girl in society nowadays. You, I almost got kidnapped at the gas station like two days ago you, <laughs> because of a guy kept walking and circling around my car. Okay, that's a little freaky. But exactly. It's real, Eric. We, we go through this. Well, I, I don't anymore because I'm old. But <laughs> my biggest fear is being kidnapped. All right, I, I'm just going to have to defer to the experts. Then I, you know, <laughs> it sounds like maybe she's just a little conceited, but I don't think so. Fair I, enough. I think because I've had something like that happen and it's kind of terrifying and this guy has a key exactly to their apartment and keeps coming in okay i so get a restraining get out of there. the fact that get he keeps entering not yeah the fact that he keeps entering but well, well what if they can't afford to move right now i mean nah, moving is not just, cheap yeah. they should right? have taken the 300 dollars. what, what if they're, well i was saying what if, they, what if <laughs> but i'm saying what if they're in a lease now yeah. I and mean, there's other i mean yeah. i agree sometimes you just have to move and you know get away from the situation mm-hmm. that's not a plausible solution mm-hmm. for them, I would go and try to get a restraining order. You can, mm-hmm. in fact, most areas have a volunteer organizations that will help mm-hmm. women get restraining orders from abusive yeah. people or partners or ex-husbands or whatever. That's the route I would go, especially if money is a concern. Mm-hmm. But that, that only does so good. Well, the idea is to worse. scare the guy to stop, right? Because he hasn't gotten violent, thank God. He has. It yeah. doesn't seem like he's like physically touched her or done yeah. stuff. Maybe that's enough to freak him out. That's what I'm saying. You know, if there's not the threat of immediate harm, a lot of these emergency temporary restraining orders, emergency injunctions aren't issued. But she may have grounds. The fact that he's entered into her apartment without consent, mm-hmm. without an appointment or without notice, mm-hmm. you know, and then clearly she's younger and thinks she's hot. I mean, you know, who knows? Well, I don't like me like that. You know, he, he, clearly she's a little conceited. Yeah. Oh, the, 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 manor, the maintenance guy just wants me. She just wants me so much. He's always on me. He's always acting okay. Come on. I don't think so. No. Yeah. You think I, that's you, like saying every time that I've been harassed when I go out, <laughs> that that's me being conceited. 
and you've heard all the stories that I can't even leave. But, well, okay. And <laughs> That's so, the same thing. You, I don't think you understand. You just made my point, you know, because there are so many stories. You want to tell me that this, this, you're just the unluckiest person alive. Every time you go to a gas station or something, somebody's stalking you. No, you, you, you're exuding some kind of pheromone or something. It's my fault. And yeah, the crazies are coming towards you. Yeah, it's my fault for just existing. Just existing. I'm just saying that everything is open to perception. That's all. Mm-hmm. How, by the way, how are we with our analytics? I've kept, I, I forgot that. Have we broken 400 yet? Not yet. We're at 380 something on Apple um, and then Spotify. It just says, it, it, Spotify is almost the same. So. Okay. I think Spotify is just like the people who always listen in. Well, we're trying. So yeah. tell, tell them where they can find us. All right. Let me scroll down. Sorry. Oh, yeah. By the way, in case nobody figured out, that was it. We're, we're done. Today. That was it. Yeah. We, we've had cookies waiting now for 15 <laughs> minutes. It's not going to be warm anymore. All right. Thank you all for listening. Remember to follow our show on whatever you're streaming it on and give us a follow and a review on all of our social medias. You can find us on uh, Instagram at The Bensomic Infirm, The Bensomic Infirm on TikTok and Twitter. And our website is eblawfirm.us. And you can email us at info at eblawfirm.us. Bye. Bye. Bye.